Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me this week, as always, is Andy Asimakis. How are you, Andy? Burn that one. That's I feel excited. You should be excited. There's a lot to talk about this show. And nervous and scared and a lot of... It's a whole swath. Are you getting a colonoscopy? Oh, no, but I think I'm I'm, I'm approaching that age, I think. Oh. No, 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 not really. I think I got a good 10 years on it still. No, did you hear that the latest (laughs) study out of the Mayo Clinic says that more 25 to 35-year-olds are coming down with caudal rectal cancer than ever before? Did you hear about that? Okay, maybe I'll go sooner. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. See, (laughs) facts that you get here on the Dual Screens podcast or the Crossplay podcast. Uh, With us, we have, there's three of us this week and we have Corey is back. Corey Bearden, how are you, buddy? Doing good. Uh, I came prepared today, as you can see. I wore the proper shirt. Oh, I should have known to wear like Sony swag on the show. Sony (laughs) swag. You you wear Sony swag all over your mouth. Don't worry about it. I do. I Everything do. that comes out of your face is a is a Sony is, is it, swag. Is it in, the, is in in the corner. A little it's bit in the corners. It's yeah. the course. You, you just make sure you close your eyes next time, so because it stings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the internet's number one gaming news podcast, starring a bunch of people you've never heard of. Probably the show records live on twitchtv streams every Wednesday night, and posts later as a video on demand on youtubecom screens TV and of course you can listen to the audio version as soon as we're done recording on our home Podbean and of course any other podcast service that you listen to and if we're not on your podcast service if you use a service and you search for this show and you can't find it please let us know and we will see why that is sometimes you might just have to like copy and paste our RSS feed or maybe uh, our application just got stuck I don't know but everyone I've checked so far has it so have fun doing that and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts please consider giving us a five-star review. It would help us out tremendously, and uh, we would love you very, very long time for that. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, please leave us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We are approaching a 1,000 subscribers. We're so close, you guys. So close to a 1,000. We almost hit it. So, so goddamn close. Now, we we talked up a big game for content coming to... 2020 in 2022 to this channel yeah um and a month is gone so we are one twelfth the way through and have done nothing new no but, no, no it took a month to get organized and right. get ourselves ready right this is this is true this is true we, we did it we did a, a patreon episode today plus you I did do a patreon episode being, we i did. lost a month to being sick so it's right. a wash right <laughs> Well, we're here and uh we're ready to do some shows and we're ready to do some content but we can't do any of that stuff including that bonus show. That bonus show that they recorded before this show, that's all for Patreon subscribers. That's right. You could be a Patreon subscriber by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. Just like our Patreon producers, Colton the Apprentice Nestler, FNH Paul, who I'm, I'm wearing his shirt, twitch.tv slash FNH Paul, and Colton the Apprentice Nestler. Did I say Vegas Girl on Fire? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm going way too fast. Uh, it, you what, just did. Good. good. Well, I said them all now. You so did. go there and do that. You get access to our Discord where we hang out all day and talk about video games. And you get to talk to our game dev friends too, which all jumped into a nice conversation. Uh, I think that was today uh, or yesterday. I don't remember. My days are blurring together. I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. But yeah, crazy. It was kind of cool to see like two game, game devs really like start talking to each other. About Just it. chatting. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and now it is time for everybody's favorite dual screens t-shirt, which you get at dualscreens.com slash store. And that is the adventures in gaming, 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 gaming. Whew. 
Pokemon. Are oh, you gonna go first? Legends. Yeah. Arceus is so good. <laughs> it is almost everything I would want a Pokemon game to be. Almost. Mm-hmm. I if I if we never get a a what I what one would call a proper Pokemon game again, I wouldn't care in the least as long as we got these Legends games. It is so much fun and has so many really cool ideas and and it's it's ugly as hell but also so beautiful mm. <laughs> and it's just it's so much fun it's so much more than just a breath of the wild you know like whatever just because it's open world and it looks like garbage doesn't mean it has it needs to be called breath of the wild clone um but it, uh, i'm absolutely loving it are there is there anything that you guys don't know already or want to know or that i should talk about because uh. it's like i could give an impressions i could do whatever i know the game's been out a, a week or so but right. I, goodness, I think I think as I think amongst the three of us, yeah, you are the most long-standing Pokemon fan. I'm a I'm a po- I'm a Pokemaniac, as it were. I think you've been there for for a long time. Because where I, I think I started early too, I fell off for a very long ass time. Yeah, like in 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 the middle years of Pokemon. Um, having played that same format and gameplay loop for almost your entire life Mm -hmm. what does this feel like to you it it honestly feels like a fever dream it feels like (laughs) it it really does it feels like everything that i want like if you were playing sword and shield and you're like oh they're so close man they're so close to giving us that true 3d like japanese rpg like we're so close to getting it Mm -hmm. With like the uh, the wild zones in Sword and Shield, like th- it's like that. But the whole game, it's not about gym badges. It's not about you know mm-hmm. getting powerful. It's about believe it or not. It's about re- truly researching your Pokedex, not just catching them, and then all of a sudden their Pokedex gets filled. Like you're building the Pokedex. You have to engage in these Pokemon in in special ways to unlock certain information about them in the pokedex it's not just catch them and that's it it's you may have to catch one six twelve twenty four of them you may have to catch a certain amount of male or female you might have to see them do a certain move a certain amount of times you might have to catch some in the in daytime some at nighttime um big ones small ones uh all different some the size of your head um just all different things that you have to do it's less of a game about it's truly a game about catching them all and you're going to sit there and you're going to catch and catch and catch and catch and catch pokemon and it's going to become an addiction and you could craft pokeballs you could craft potions you could do all this stuff by foraging for for supplies um everything has meaning everything you do has meaning uh including battling like all you could choose to just throw your pokeball at a pokemon that you see in the wild if you could sneak around and it not see you or whatever it's like being in the world of Pokemon mm-hmm. and it's just so brilliantly put together in this beautiful little package that it it completely blew my expectations out of the way, but also has set future expectations way higher because improving on this formula is only going to make this thing closer to an actual masterpiece um, it still has, you know, some flaws. Yes, of course. I, I mean, all games do. Um, but 
like there's no there's no gym badges like the the thing that you're doing is filling out the pokedex and and exploring and catching pokemon and that is raising your your research rank and you could get i think it's 12 stars is the is the most you can get and that's like beating the game and there's these like legendary i forget what they're called i think they're called guardians or or whatever they are they're they're basically these beefed up uh boss pokemon that you you go toe to toe with it's not just a pokemon battle like you have to dive and and you know avoid their attacks and throw these uh items at it and like they're called nobles thank you bone jangles in the chat don't he's like he's like a pokemon like if you think i like pokemon he's just like 10 times whatever i am um <laughs> and it's it's like true boss battles. It's like, an, and then you could throw your Pokemon, fight them a little bit, whatever, then back away and run around and like use the environment to your advantage, like avoid their attacks. Um, it's, it's just so much fun and, and it's chill too. Like you could just kind of roam around and every once in a while you'll meet an alpha Pokemon, which are these new uh, types of Pokemon. They're basically larger versions and more mean and angry and like crazy versions of like normal Pokemon and you could still catch them. And then they're just alpha versions of that Pokemon that you have. Um, but they're, you know, they're under your control. It's just, it's so much fun to just go kind of go around and see all the different Pokemon just sitting there in the world. And, and you able to just kind of like watch them just kind of exist. Um, and it's also pretty cool. And the last thing that, that, that I want to talk about, or in, unless you have other questions is like, this is a, it's not really a spoiler. Cause it's like literally the first thing that happens in the game. Um, it's like the opening cinematic is this is a kind of an alternate universe where people are just now kind of figuring out that Pokemon or a thing. So, and in the, the universe that you were taken out of, doesn't seem to have Pokemon because they are explaining to you what Pokemon are. If that makes sense. So it's like, it's almost yeah, like, yeah, that's, it's that's almost strange. like we yeah. are taken out of our world, our reality and brought back into that like what world. You call it like the monster hunter, like movie. the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, you're like, okay, well I, you know, and, and for some reason, Arceus chose you and put you in this world to fix something. You don't know what it is. You don't know why you're there. But you're helping everybody. You're like, you know, it's the fish out of water, you know, scenario of a right, cl- right, right, JRPG. But like, you're not, your life is not, I want to be the very best that no one ever was. Like, that's not what this is. This is, oh, we're the research team. That's what we do. So I'm going to go and research Pokemon. I'm going to catch them, study them, bring them back to the, to the, you know, to the professor and he's going to look them over and like, mm-hmm. it's just so cool. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been pretty much playing that, um, not exclusively, uh, but that's really the the only thing I really feel like I could talk about mm-hmm. that I haven't talked about already or can talk about. Okay. Yes. Uh, Corey, what's on your yep. plate? Um, my plate actually wasn't. I mean, I I went really the biggest two games I played since the last time I've been on is uh, one, which I'll quickly go over because. I'm sure we've all talked about this enough, is that the Uncharted uh, Legacy of Thieves came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. PS5 version of our, our favorite, Uncharted 4. I never played Locked Legacy before, so it's my first experience. Oh, good shit. Game. Okay. Yeah, and it was really neat on how, um, for those who don't know, is all you had to own was Lost Legacy, 
or Uncharted 4, and then you just had to pay a $15 fee, and you got the full bundle, which was both of them together on PS5. So for me, I never paid for the season pass. I never did any of that. I bought an Uncharted 4 when it was... Wait, you know, how new. much money? Did you say 15 or 50 15 Oh, okay. I because was like, for me, for 50's me, a lot. Me, no, no. I, think it's 50, I was like, that's I think not a deal 60, at all. 60, 64 brand new, but I paid $15, and then I got both games, PS5 versions. And I can tell you right now, um, it definitely makes a huge difference for Uncharted, being that there's a lot of gunplay. Right. Uh, being back, locked to that 30 frames per second, I never really noticed, you know, the frame issues or, like, dodging bullets, whereas in this one, I felt like I had a lot more control the, the there was cool little things they did obviously with having the ps5 like it was actually the first time where the gun mechanic of using adaptive triggers and oh they, they updated made... it for all that stuff well yeah and the, the weird cool. thing was is the way they did it was when you use the adaptive trigger when you pull the trigger with the, the right stick they actually make the left stick when you're aiming down the sights that stick actually moves back and it's because it feels like ah uh the back of the cock the back of the gun <laughs> back of the cock so it was just <laughs> sorry you said sorry. it not me i didn't say it <laughs> but it, it was it was you know a new experience to the game and there was some new things there and like i said just visually and speed wise with the ssd and all that it just looks amazing it plays amazing but you know it's it's just a better version of what we've already played so mm -hmm. that was interesting. The only thing that upsets me is that they redid the trophy list to some extent where mm. for people that chase the platinum, you have to beat 100% of the Lost Legacy trophies to get a trophy on the main list that says that you've beat 100% of Lost Legacy in order to get the platinum for the original game. And there's only one platinum. Uh-huh. Interesting. Really weird okay. there. So they're treating yeah. it as one trophy list. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's got two weird. separate but but Lost Legacy has its own trophy list. Right, but it's not I guess with their yeah, no, okay. 100% that you get a gold trophy for the Yeah. first game trophy. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So it's really weird. It's a really weird way of doing it. But the other game I played um for all those nerdos out there that love playing TCG games uh or trading card games yeah Yu-Gi-Oh! dual <laughs> master oh glory glory <laughs> hey man i i listen there are Yu-Gi-Oh! is no joke man there's a lot of people out there that oh, love man. that Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu -Oh! oh wait is... so you yeah it's a konami game right i think so. yeah, yeah yeah it is it is a konami game yeah konami <laughs> makes money the by the, making those games but here's the interesting part so when this game first came out and was even first announced everyone was like this is just gonna be the biggest microtransaction like give me your money like <laughs> whatever like you're gonna have to yeah. pay so much money into this <laughs> to make it so you can do anything um as it is right now i've probably maybe put i don't know give or take probably 10 hours into the game mm -hmm. um just through mm -hmm. like doing a lot of solo battles and stuff like that but I kid you not, it is so easy to earn currency. I bought all the decks that they give you right off the bat. I'm only level seven. So like okay. that's I haven't played that much. And with doing that, I've earned enough points to buy I've bought hundreds of packs and then I've disassembled hundreds of cards and I've already built a top tier deck. So really what it comes down to is if you really just wanna do it, you could sit there and right from the very start of the game within thirty minutes 
you play against people that have turn one decks like that's that's all this is is everyone playing with like the meta of how fast can i sit there and turn one like i've been like turn one here's through three blue eyes white dragons and a chaos dragon i have no idea what you're talking for... about either way it's a it's <laughs> I have basically, no idea what you're talking about <laughs> either way you're dying on their first turn i played the last okay. time i played that game i'm i think i was 12 so i have yeah. no clue turn way, one it's yeah turn one Do, it's just can you still activate trap cards Yes, but with okay, the, the, right. I've I've been killed, and I there's actually there was a video online I watched of someone dying before they even got to play their turn. Uh huh. Because he activated a bunch of trap cards, it was like, look at it. oh, there you go, boop done. Okay, cool, you're dead. And I was like, holy Lord. crap! I there was I'm gonna this quick little little aside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I first started playing that game, they the card shop near me, uh. F- it really held you to standards. Like you had to, if you didn't follow the rules as they were written in, in spirit that counted just as much as actual rule following. So one, they even Pokemon had this too, but like, I remember Yu-Gi-Oh specifically, they said that you had to announce your card play in a loud and clear voice. Like, no matter what you're doing, you had to say it in a loud oh, and clear no. voice. So you had a bunch of dumb idiots, 12-year-olds, and like sweaty 17-year-olds sitting there going, You activated my tra- my trap card! It does! And then reading the description. It was like, we were like, we're not in the cartoon, guys. We're not, just, just tell the person what the card does. The, the reason why they game. say that, <laughs> they say that just in case people can't read. That's why they want you to explain to the other person what the card's doing in case they can't read. That's the point of all of this. Like, what what are you doing? Not, oh, my God. But, yeah, they would get mad. They would say, hey, he did not announce the card that he played, and you would get, you would forfeit. You would lose. Because you didn't his announce fingers the card. Off. <laughs> off with his head. Andy, what the frig are you playing these days as you're taking a sip of delicious Wawa? Yes, I am playing two indie games. Yes. One is actually our next guest on the show. Hell, yeah. This upcoming Friday. Mm-hmm. It's Rise of the Third Power. Oh. Um, it is a delightfully addictive RPG yes. that harkens back to like Final Fantasy IX yes. vibes. Yes. It's like even the story like kind of has that because it's yes. there's a princess that you kidnap and she's like a fish out of water situation and it's interesting and it's a lot of fun. And it's my review summation is. It is what I wanted Octopath Traveler to be. Oh, the writing is really good. The combat's really good. It has one one level bar for all your characters. So when you level up, I like that everyone levels up. That's cool. You can switch party members on the fly during battle up to three times, which is kind of neat. There's a skill tree system. There's a crafting system for weapons. There's no like plus five shit. Just like here's like. Your natural weapon progression because you get stronger swords, stronger daggers, stronger this. And it's all nicely named and it's you feel like you're getting stronger mm. organically, not by like I gotta grind for like a level twelve sword. Um the combat and the enemy placement is like they're all in the world. Yeah. And when you when you beat them all, you can rest and they respawn like in Dark Souls. Ooh. You can just walk oh, okay, around. Okay. You can clear a map and just walk around freely, and no one's gonna bother you. There's no random encounters, which is kind of neat, and I love that. It's and it's also really well written. It's funny as fuck. 
because <laughs> the main the, the main guy is a drunk, <laughs> so it's really really funny. And he has a taunt where he gives the enemy the finger. It's re- it's a really cute game. I'm really loving it. So it's wholesome. It's so, fun, it sounds wholesome. Yeah, fun, fun interview coming up. And then the other game I'm playing is a game called Sifu. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I saw I, I, you. I you sent me that today. I can't. And I was like, I can't. I, was like, I can't Andy. talk about it at all. <laughs> like I read the PR notes before, and I was just like, I can't even say anything about this anywhere. Mm. But I will say how I got a review code by sheer luck. <laughs> I was on Twitter, and the PR company that that's, does PR for Slow Clap was talking to like IGN about their review codes. And they're like, we sent you four or five without you asking. If you need more, let us know. Just DM me. And did you DM them? So I was like, I would DM this girl right now. And I was like, (laughs) I am Andy. I want a code. She's like, yeah, sure. Here's a code. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And also she does PR for like a lot of big indie companies, like the dead cells people. Yeah. uh, Dotemu. Um, devolver digital and all of their stuff so she was like here's a code plus here's our client list i want to talk interviews with you yes and i was like this is a great day so since we're just telling people you know the games that we got that we can't talk about the other game that uh i am very anxious to start Ooh. and we'll be starting probably tonight after we record um aztec forgotten gods um, it's coming out next month. <laughs> so they, I mean, they gave these things out real early, so they're very confident, but I cannot wait. I'm, pl- I'm going to be playing it on, on my PS five, um, future guest of the show and look up that game Aztec forgotten gods. Cause it looks incredible and I cannot wait to dive in. I know nothing. I have not played it yet, so I can't even talk about it, but I will be reviewing that for dual screens.com and dual screens dot dual screens TV on YouTube. Steven, let me ask you. Yeah, go ahead and ask me what. Because I'm going to have the Sifu review on the 6th. On the 6th. Ready to go. 7 a.m. is the embargo yes. date. Oh. Mm. If, I re- if I review this in two days, can we do a video review in two days? <laughs> is that enough time yeah. for you? <laughs> it, is, it is as long as you have footage for me. Okay, if I give you footage and, and, and the review, could yes. you get a video done yes. before? Okay, good to know. Yes. I got two days. <laughs> yes. I can do okay. it. All right, folks, let's okay. get into the Indie Game Watch. We got a new guys, game you guys announcement. This blew my marbles. Your because marbles. we know Yacht Club Games, well-known for Shovel Knight, just gave us a Shovel Knight puzzle game not, mm-hmm. not too long ago, mm-hmm. at the end yeah. of last year, and has that Shovel Knight dig game coming out mm-hmm. very soon-ish, I hope. But then they announced the other day a brand new game that looks like Legend of Zelda meets Castlevania. It's called Mina the Hollower, and it's out now on Kickstarter. It's already smashed its goal of like 300K, I think, was the asking for the game. So now it's like, I think, at I think half a million dollars, I want to say. And it looks like a Game Boy Color game. Looks so good. And I, I, I want it. That. I want it like as soon as possible. And I can't wait because they emailed our contacts over at Yacht Club. And I was like, guys, you got a Kickstarter up. Come back on the show and talk about this game 
right now because I want to know everything. That uh, it looks adorable. It um, does. I don't know. It really, it really does. I don't know if it's for me, but it it's. I'll have to I, wait and see. This is Andy all over, dude. It's just, it's such an Andy game. It's you're combining Link's Awakening and Castlevania. Yeah, I know. Mm. It looks. So, it's like. Mm. I just thought it looked mm. so cool. The idea that just like Shovel Knight, they just have this weird mechanic that they add in, and I'm like, Oliver, I'm like, and so it's like n- it's not Shovel Knight. No, it's also, exactly. It's also like a big thing. I was like, shit. We're making a new. They're going for like a new character, a new franchise, new IP. Um, I love it. I, I'm debating. You're debating how to do this dual screens report. Yeah, there's a lot because do a lot on there, and it all kind of blends and bleeds and mixes and homogenizes. If we start, one. if we start in the order of the dock, yes, then it's kind of like it's gonna it's gonna peter out like a popcorn fart. Right. So the start of the dock. There's the main bullet point, and right. then there's like other talking points that are in the umbrella of the main headline, right? And then the rest can kind of flow out of it after the main attraction is done. Mm-hmm. If that helps you in any way mm-hmm. in driving the car off a cliff. <laughs> well, let's drive that car off the cliff, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Sony show. Believe it or not, there has been yes. a ton. <laughs> A ton of PlayStation news in the last Especially seven days. Especially if you days. count today. Yeah. Today oh there God. was. Yeah, even today. Oh. Um, today. We got GT7 and the Ghostwire announcement for tomorrow. It's indeed. Again. Um, but there's a lot of news and a lot of news that's going to affect in a ripple way the other companies as well. There just wasn't a lot to talk about on in the Nintendo land outside of Pokemon. We already covered that. Um and Xbox had had their moment, and right now they're just kind of chilling, but they'll be fine. Um, but the the big news, obviously, of the week is uh, Sony purchasing Bungie, which I guess one person saw coming. Jeff Grubb, I think, was the only one that was like, hey, I heard they're talking to Bungie. And like last month or in December or whatever, and then here it is, uh, $3.6 billion. This, the, and there's some interesting bullet points here to, to, to note is that Bungie's going to remain independent. I don't know how that works when they're purchased, you know, owned by Sony. Um, I and I'm not I'm not being a smart ass. Like I legitimately don't know how that works. Um, they're gonna self publish, and they're gonna reach players wherever they choose to play. So this isn't a Sony exclusive buy. This might be a Sony developer buy. Sony and and. News that we're going to hear a little bit later on, uh, how this sets Sony's kind of plan. You could kind of see their plan in motion a little bit, a little bit better as we get go on with the news. But I'm just going to read a quote here. Um, this is uh, who's saying this? Uh, Pete Parsons, I believe. Hmm. Um, just uh, yeah, this is an important step in our strategy to expand the reach of PlayStation to a much wider audience. Um, oh, this is Jim Ryan. Excuse me. Uh, we understand how vital Bungie's community is to the studio and and uh, look forward to supporting them as they remain independent and continue to grow. Like Bungie, our community is core to PlayStation's DNA and our shared passion for, for the gamer and building the best place to play will now evolve even even farther. Um, did they just take a... Did, he, did they just take a Phil Spencer probe? Best place to play? Isn't that what Phil Spencer did for Xbox for the longest time? Um, that that was a a PlayStation thing. 
No, that's what I mean. And then Phil Spencer took it and ran with it for a long time. <clears throat> now it's coming back. It's coming back. Um, this is the second time that Bungie's been purchased. By the way, they were bought by Microsoft. Yeah. In 2000, and of course they they were the creators. Well, they, were, of... they weren't purchased though. They were they were tied to a three year contract of string of games, and this is where the the first time they've actually been fully purchased by another company. Because originally they were purchased as a as a contract basis, not to produce X amount of games. That's what Microsoft did in the early days of the, the generation was like they did that with Team Ninja, they did that with Bungie, they did that with um, Gearbox, they did it with uh, Epic Games. They did all that where they went here, Gears of War, make us three games, X contract amount of years, here you go. Bungie they did the same thing. And that's where it's it's really weird to me when you see this purchase come out just because you would assume with the history that Microsoft has had with a lot of these developers, like they already purchased Team Ninja, which they had the previous history with before about working with them on a lot of stuff. Um, but then to have it where um, like, well, obviously Epic went their own way and stuff like that with Clinton Zelensky and things like that, but where Bungie was the one developer that really never said okay we'll be bought by you they actually said no we want to become independent again well do our own there's a little challenge here because in june 19th of 2000 uh from microsoft uh a a newsletter went out i'm so i'm going to challenge you a little bit on this the the headline is microsoft to acquire bungie software uh microsoft announced today it acquired chicago-based bungie software port products corporation a leading independent developer of action-oriented computer and video games this is from june 19th 2000 as a result of this acquisition, Microsoft gains exclusive publishing and distribution rights to select Bungie-developed titles, including the high, highly anticipated sci-fi action epic Halo. Uh, quote, this ac acquisition reflects our commitment to growing our business with a strong portfolio of quality games for the PC and Xbox platforms, said Ed Fry's vice president of games publishing at Microsoft. So it looks like that was... But that's Microsoft making an article about the exact same thing where they said they they purchased the thing to publish series for them not purchased this is the this is the bending words that we love to have from our, our buddy over there at microsoft where it is a purchase of a studio but it's not a purchase of a studio to purchase the company there's a reason why when 343 took over they took over and took a shared amount of the developers from bungie and bungie still just walked away they never got bought out or finished the they never just paid microsoft to become independent again they just walked away didn't bungie have to like buy themselves they out did have to buy microsoft? themselves out they they yeah. did if i'm correct they, they had to buy the licenses to keep their because they were on the time they were working with destiny if i'm correct right but it's like you know yeah. there's an ownership there it's not like well yeah. our contract's done bye it's we yeah. own you and it's like, when, when bungie became independent the again <laughs> Uh, the article uh, from Games Industry, Bungie is, be, is to be this. Uh, where's the date on this? October 2007, Friday, uh, October 5th, 2007. 2007. That's yep. like what Halo 3? Yeah, it was right after Halo 3. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bungie is to become an independent company again. Microsoft confirmed today. The platform holder said it will retain an equity interest in Kirk in the Kirkland, Washington-based developer. It will also continue to publish games based on the Microsoft-owned Halo IP and other future properties developed by Bungie. 
Uh, Shane Kim, uh, corporate vice president of Microsoft Game Studios, said the company was, quote, supporting Bungie's desire to return to its independent roots. However, he added, Microsoft will continue to invest in the Halo Entertainment property with Bungie and other partners, such as Peter Jackson, on a new interactive series set in the Halo universe. That was in 2007, and it's finally coming. Um, We look forward to great success with Bungie as a long-term relationship continues to evolve through Halo-related titles and new IP created by Bungie. Uh, we'll continue to develop uh, with our primary focus on Microsoft platforms. This is uh, Harold Ryan from Bungie. We'll continue to develop with our primary focus on Microsoft's pr- platforms. We greatly value our mutually prosperous relationship and our publisher. Um, Bungie's most recent game, Halo 3, achieved uh, $300 million in sales in its first week. Um, so whatever whatever the dealings were... Yeah, and they, wasn't it Activision after that? Activision be, Activision bought publishing rights to Destiny. Yeah, it, they've been just it's it's interesting. Like I say, it's it is interesting to see because now they've been bought by Sony, but now they're leaving with Bungie with their own publishing rights, right? Yeah. There's... So so I guess we could go down to that other pit, bit of news, um, which is that PlayStation is going to launch more than ten live service games by 2026, oh. and this kind of talks into that acquisition of of Bungie because Bungie's main platform right now is a games of service game, Destiny mm-hmm. 2. Um we have uh the the most recent expansion coming very soon. It's got over a million uh pre-sales, yeah. uh, pre-sales already. Um it's a cash cow that Destiny train and this and and we know PlayStation doesn't really do that. Like PlayStation isn't really known for their games of service. So this could be maybe a play by Sony for the next I guess 2026, so the next four years, to leverage these uh, Bungie and and how they have created these games of service and really leverage that into making some more products that are Sony-owned, but but Bungie co-develops. So it's not necessarily something that Bungie's going to do themselves and then Sony's going to be like, okay, here's money to do it, publish it everywhere, but more like, hey, we we want you guys to help us. Because, like, Sony does a lot with support studios. They they love Mm -hmm. to use support studios. So I wouldn't be shocked if Bungie co-developed something with one of their other studios uh, somewhere, maybe even one of the bigger ones. You never know. Um, You know, could you imagine, like, a Last of Us universe games of service game where, you know you're all trying to survive the cordyceps virus or whatever. Like the beginning, it could be like the beginning, everything that happened from the opening scene of the last of us part one up until it picks up again in in the last of us part one. Like that's what the remake is. Maybe. Maybe. I I think when you, when you like take a nice wide angle view of this acquisition for Sony in conjunction with, we're going to have 10 games of service in the by 2026 you really start to see what's what's happening behind the scenes i feel like the idea is we're gonna have our big single player story driven blockbuster games our god of war horizon spider-man wolverine that's the bread and butter that's what's gonna entice folks to our platform that's gonna live solely on our ps5 console for x amount of years and that may go to pc at some point and we see 
the games of service portion of their plan, I believe will be a day and day launch on PS5 and PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And I, I really see like this, this, this purchase, it wasn't about the destiny IP itself. I mean, destiny rakes in like $300 million, I think every month for Bungie. It's a huge moneymaker for them. Yeah. And Sony is now contracting at work with, deviation games haven firewalk studios all games we know are are multiplayer in some way and i think it's they're going to use bungie hey guys can you help these guys do what you do best your infrastructure your games of service microtransactions all those things that make you money apply that know-how to these other projects so we can start getting a piece of that pie right it's about it's about generating revenue outside of their reliance on first party blockbusters and Mm -hmm. and third party you know releases it's 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 straight because you you can't have this conversation in the vacuum like it's it's not about sony because because you know when you compare this to like an xbox acquisition that i can look at and say this is primarily intended to boost Game Pass as a platform. It's yeah. How do we bolster this service? We throw a bunch of games on, on it to 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 increase subscriber count. Right. Yeah. Sony's vision is we want to have the IP that generates revenue on a consistent basis, but keep it for everyone to play because well, we want to yeah. have that money coming in. Well, the the one big thing too, and it's something that uh, I had a conversation with about with with a couple other people too, is that uh, we always see Sony games in general, and a lot of other studios are starting to do it as well. Sony's been kind of the big priority of pushing it, where like you said, having support studios within themselves. Mm-hmm. Where you see right now, where CD Projekt Red, if I'm correct, the guys that made the fighting system of that are working with Microsoft to make the new Halo our new fable fighting system right so uh having other teams to bounce off of to try to design something the one big thing that sony really hasn't had in a very long time is a good first person shooter um yes Killzone was okay but it was never the mechanics of it were never it never felt as good as the dunes the destinies the halos and things like that and i think um having bungie now be with inside sony studios where they can have that branch off if they can go hey can we get some pointers on xyz and have Mm -hmm. another company be able to come in and be like okay we're designing a first person shooter this company is going to handle it can you guys come over and show them kind of like what to do or how to how to fix some of these issues we're having and and like we said with we all know games are moving into that live with the, the the games with service model um, it's really interesting to start to see, like today we saw Grand Prismo 7, and uh, with all the crazy stuff they showed, uh, first things first, I know I'm going to lose so many points on our fantasy draft. <laughs> I'm going to lose. I am gonna literally, really I'm going to lose every point. On that that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose every point that I have, and I looked afterwards, and I'm like, I should have put Suicide Squad on Andy, and then I would have like actually made points. <laughs> but I didn't. So now I'm gonna lose everything I have. All my points are gone because that game looks so good. But even then, um the real weird 
topic I had with someone today as well was um, based on this news that Sony came out with is what counts as a games with service because uh, before like with Borderlands 3 we've had two years now of just season passes so here's your season year one season pass here's your year two season pass and here's some other season like other DLC and in my idea that's not a games with service because you're having to pay for those individuals to an extent there's no other real big events in that whereas destiny has okay buy the dlc throughout the next six months we're going to have all these new things that are coming into the game and stuff to, to freshen it up and now we've got gran turismo coming out and i'm like are we see gonna see gran turismo 7 because they're like new tracks new cars new this and i'm like it just mm-hmm. sounds like they're saying this is going to be a games with service yeah the foundation is there to make that leap well, they, the way they have the the interface, the way that the tracks are set up, the way that the town's set up, it just seems like they're just going to build that. They can build it into a games of service. And it's going to be really interesting to see how uh, every company moves away from being the Fortnite side of game of service, where it's like, here, let's just release skins every every right. below. Well, what is that? Naruto people like that? Like, oh, throw them in the game. Oh, oh, there's oh, Spider-Man people like that. Ugh, there he goes in the game. Like, and just throwing characters left, right, and center into a game to to continue to boost those characters. Uh, we've seen Fall Guys do the same thing. Um, and I'm really hoping that with this innovation, especially with Destiny, kind of being that middle of the road where they have the content to back up the constant extra stuff that you're still paying for as well to bring that proper amount of games with service it's going to be really interesting to see what happens and especially with um the other news that we found out during this i don't know if you i'm going to mention it anyway is that they sony has said they're going to have more accusation uh, acquisitions <laughs> yeah that, that's uh yeah You're that, the worst <laughs> that yeah <laughs> you you suck um yeah, I mean that that's definitely uh something that we were going to touch on. There will be more acquisitions. Um that's what Jim Ryan said from his mouth. I don't know if we could expect big acquisitions if this is Square. more Square Enix. Um uh, what I, God, of course. I, I want it. It's Square. Okay, okay, so here's bad. the thing about Square Enix. I know. It's they right they need to broaden what they're good at for it to i because like they're they're final fantasy is 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 big it's huge we all know that but it seems like the relationship that they have right now is working and they don't need to mess with it but i know they don't but i really want to see it i i I just you know what it's been that dream i think it's the sony pony dream is to have square be bought (laughs) out by microsoft i just don't i just don't like i feel like we get it anyway like we we always get the special treatment anyway like the only one that really stung was lara croft back in the day like when when that first one whatever or second one whatever it was the second one yeah like it was like okay a whole year went by before i was you know but then it came out i was like okay cool yeah whatever great um you give me my whatever new PlayStation because that was something else that, you know, the new PlayStation Infinite thing or whatever. I don't even whatever that is. But, I mean, competing with Game Pass, you give me Final Fantasy fourteen and you include my subscription in that, I will pay any amount of money. Well, oh. that's a good segue because speaking of Game Pass, PlayStation Spartacus. 
Sean is that what they actually named it now? We have no. That's the rumored name. Yes. I thought Infinite was the rumored name. I'm so confused. Uh, they're both rumored names. <laughs> it's like every time I turn around, there's a new name for they're it. Both rumored there's names. A new, there's a new screenshot. There's new things that it's got included. I don't know anymore. Here I was told not to do my... I'm like, oh, yeah, don't... Oh, PSN's going to disappear on the 12th, but we're not I... getting it. I can't buy it. I'm trying to renew. And then there's this new PS Plus deal that's coming out, and I'm like, should I renew it? Should I not renew it? I just... Can I just say, I really, before we get into this whole whatever the fuck Spartacus is situation, <laughs> um, I really like this version of Sony. They're being, they're being very aggressive at the start of the year. We have a lot of big games coming out in the next, like, three months alone. They've announced a huge acquisition. They're being very forward-facing about their intentions for the future. I like this. I hope this is a trend for the rest of the year where they just are more chatty, more engaging, more show and tell. Cause Except when made, it comes to the games they're making. Well, they've made seven <laughs> acquisitions over the last year, dude. So you've bought Whoa. the companies. They're yours. Let's start seeing the fruits of that labor. You have, all these, the you have all these contracts with other for second party deals. Great. Let's start showing the stuff off little by little. Can all right? I want to ask a a, a fanboyish question, like a flame a flame war question. God, <laughs> if you're going to get the games anyway, why do you truly like? What is the real reason you give a shit? If wait wait, let me finish. Mm. What is the real reason why you give a shit if you know about them now or not? Mm. Outside of wanting to say. To the other people, mm-hmm. see, we have games too. This is this has always been my thought, Stephen. I've always felt that Sony, ha- it's it has the privilege as the market leader in this space to play it close to the chest. When you have the demand for your system that you can't even match and produce to meet that demand, you can be a little secretive because people want your shit either way. Right. It has the brand power behind it. That's going to carry it through. Um, now, I changed that now because Microsoft has, they have dibs on a lot of big reveals. It's not just Halo, not just Forza, not just Fable. We're talking like everything Bethesda. Fallout, Starfield, Doom, all the new IPs. And now they got their hands on Activision Blizzard. You got Overwatch, Diablo. Every Call of Duty reveal will be at a Microsoft something going forward. And you have to match that somehow in some way. And I think showing a little bit just to get that excitement that you're not being lost in the in a barrage of all these first party reveals. It's going to be a deluge, dude. Like it's, it's, it's going to be so many things. They have 40 studios at Microsoft making games, pumping them out. Like you could do maybe two or three, like big games, like every few months, it's going to be a lot. And you gotta, you have to compete with that. So showing what's, what's you're working on in some way is going to help. I don't think because I think the paradigm has changed a little bit. 
it, you yeah. can't be like well, you, you can't be i don't know yeah well that's that's the big thing like i've always said before um the one thing i've loved about sony and the one thing i hate about sony is the exact same thing i know that sony when they make a game and sony goes okay you know what make the last of us or make god of war or make whatever game it is they basically go to their publisher and they say look it have all the money and time you want produces a game and at some point it's going to come out like final fantasy 7 remake like they just they always have these contracts and deals and they just same with god of war and things like that where they're not going to rush it out i know it's going to come out it's going to be amazing ragnarok's going to be great whatever it is at the exact same time that's the biggest problem sony's always had is that Every time, like Andy says, every time, especially now, since X Microsoft has got Bethesda, they are just any chance they have to say anything about a game. And it's not like we're talking about they have a chance to say something because they got the game coming out this year. Half the games that they've talked about and they've said about and they've talked, like Elder Scrolls Six is not even, it might not even come out until 2028, right, but, but we know it's coming. But, but they they we know it's coming, and we they have it, right. and that's the problem, right? Is and that it's, it's as a also, place, it's also dude that it, it's all going on Game Pass day one. Yeah, well, and that's the big thing is there's that too. Yeah, is as a PlayStation gamer, we know when the game comes out, it's gonna be good, and I'm going to buy it, and I understand that, and I'm fine with waiting. But the problem that I see personally right now is it comes to that issue of. Microsoft comes out and goes, these are all the new games. We've got the new Fable. We've got the new Perfect Dark. We've got the new Rare game. We've got this game. We've got that game. And you know what? 100% of those games are never going to see the light of day. I know that. It's their trend. I don't care what people say. That's what happens. They did it I, last generation. I really think you're wrong with that, dude. Well, okay, not not all of them. <laughs> not, okay, we're, 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 I really think you're wrong. I think there will be games this we'll see. This isn't no, no, like... No. There's a 100% chance that some of those games aren't going to release. Yeah, yes. And this, and that's what he was trying to say. And they won't come out... Yeah, and they Xbox won't... Xbox anymore. Yeah, and they won't come out as soon as people think. Well, which is fine, but at the exact same time, PlayStation needs to start going like with that, that Gran Turismo thing. They should have showed that before Forza come out. Go like, look it. You want to talk about your game and all your cars? Look at this. Look how good this looks. Look at look at the visuals. Look at the See, weather mechanic. You want to show I, here's your the weather thing. mechanic? Look at our weather mechanic. Here, here's they the thing. To... I I don't I don't agree with that. I don't agree with needing to <laughs> to show your you you know the size of your Pangus. I don't believe it. Now the reason why. Microsoft is peacocking so much is because they were literally dead and buried for oh, like yeah. an entire generation. Whereas all PlayStation did, yeah. all PlayStation did that entire time was prove to us that they can do what we want, what we need yeah. them to do. Like make great games, put great gate green gate, great games out. We're happy. We buy game. We play game. We talk about game. It get game. It gets game of the year. Like that's what, that's what yeah. PlayStation does. So, just because the other guy is flailing around like, oh, we yeah. know we went eight years without giving you really anything new. So we bought 40 studios and here's all the things they were already working on. Like, yeah, of course yeah. it's easy to do that. If if Sony, if PlayStation bought EA, you don't think they'd announce all 12 games EA is going to come out with this year? Yeah, of course yeah, yeah. they well, are. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they would. 
but they don't but they don't have they're not it it would be like if sony purchased themselves and got like that many studios like they have they do have a lot of studios a lot of their studios co-create with uh, with the other studios we know that they're working on a bunch of games we don't need to know the 12 they're working on we the the way that they their PR cycle works. It's a two year PR cycle. Anything they show us now that's not ready to come out in at least eighteen to, or at the most eighteen months from now, we don't need to see. Otherwise, look what happens. It happens every single time we see a game. Yeah. The Last Guardian, fucking. <laughs> I mean, how Final Fantasy, Final VII, Fantasy VII, remake. VII remake? Like Final every Fantasy time they tell us about a game, the any. A publisher tells us about game and then we wait seven eight nine ten years it's yeah. we all we do is back talk we're like oh we didn't need to see it so damn early why they show it so early yeah. you can't have it both ways you yeah, can't and i i agree i agree that i do do like the, the the sony we have now where it's more of we're only seeing stuff like we have the showcase now for gran turismo in february when it's coming out in march and i like that it's the idea of like Trying to sell you the game just as it comes out. Same with Ghostwire is coming out tomorrow. I mean that that's not, but that's not the norm. That was an outlier. No, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying. But I, I, I like the idea of we didn't see anything until really now, right? We knew it was like that. That's the only thing we've seen for Gran Turismo. Like, let's be honest. We saw a trailer and then we yeah. heard it was coming out, and then we. But we, but we knew it was coming. There. Like that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like Sony has the reputation that you know Gran Turismo is not dead. It. It's not going away. Well, I mean, unless you're me and you think that Gran Turismo is going to get like a 71 <laughs> critic. And well, listen, I can't. Terribly. Corey for Texas is a whole other conversation. <laughs> but what what I'm what it, the point I'm trying to make is Sony has built up so much goodwill in and faith in like the three of us here and a lot of PlayStation Five owners that are the day one I have to get a PlayStation Five. The reason they do is because of the goodwill we just know. and and yeah. the and the catalog that that playstation is known for doing the reason why microsoft has to show us this is because a lot of people had no idea if they should get an xbox series x because you told us microsoft told us we didn't have to and then they canceled for a the, year the xbox one for a they year they it. said we Another didn't for a whole year their whole narrative was we want you to be able to play on any xbox xbox one is just as good as you know uh, yeah. the series consoles and then pff, it just disappeared so <laughs> it's just like gone. Like Wait, they have to show you why, why you need to get into the Microsoft ecosystem. They have to do that. Yeah. And it made it exponentially easier for them to do that. Acquiring Activision Blizzard and Bethesda. fucking Bethesda. Like it makes it so much easier for them. So I have all the faith in the world that PlayStation, once they get all their ducks in a row and they keep continue their acquisitions, they're going to start showing us what those acquisitions have been working right. on. But, you know, let's not forget the tentpole games that we have coming this year from, from oh, PlayStation. Man. This year is so big. Why do we need to know 2024? We don't need well, to know no, 2024. No, no, we don't. Well, here's the thing. A lot of these big games coming out in the next few months were shown off in 2020. Right. Two so, years. It's a two-year cycle. Yeah. yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Right. That's what and they, then, they've then, always done. it, and, and we're trying to make an argument that, well, it's not going to work now because Microsoft is showing everything every every week. But that's because Microsoft acquired people who have been working on things for eight years. I'm not saying, yeah. like, you know, do the whole pull all the clothes off at yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that at they all. They have 25 saying, games, right? I'm saying well, not anymore, Sony but. 
in the last calendar year, Sony has announced more acquisitions than first-party studio games. Right. Of course. And I feel like we've you've had the time to announce your acquisitions, which are great headline grabbers. It's like, here's, you know, we bought so-and-so. Great. I want to start seeing... Again, there's 25 ga- plus games in first part development. I, it starts showing a, a little bit of it. Like, yes, let these games coming out in the next three months get their time in the spotlight. Horizon, uh, GT7, um, you know, stuff like Ghostwire, see through all the other deals for Spoken, you know, and then oh. Um, eventually got a war. I'm guessing sometime before in the mid year, maybe maybe, maybe it's their summer game, perhaps. But what's happening? I want to know what's happening at the end of the year and then early next year at some point this year. So I I'm, I want to I want to get into the comments here. Uh, Mike Hirsch says they haven't revealed a new game in over a year. That's false. That's objectively false. Wolverine was uh, that, revealed that, in September. Yeah, like and that, also, and, and there were two uh, games that were revealed in that showcase. Um, I forget the other one because he also I'm, had I'm the Korean blanking. Spider-Man too. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. no, that wasn't yeah. really. Yeah. That, 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 that's a reveal. That, that's that, a that's reveal. A reveal. Right. Yeah. So that's just that's objectively false. It's just yeah. it, it's we're forgetting how PlayStation does things because somebody else is doing something so radically different. When we know, just based on history, what they what PlayStation has done forever. Well, really since the end of PS3. So we'll say like 2013-ish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we know that what they do is reliable. And they're going to come out with like four, two to four blockbuster first party games every year. I think think this kind of, this this whole conversation we're having right now kind of reminds me of the, our game of the year conversation of 2021. And it's in the idea that I think... I, I see where Andy's coming in, but the exact same time, it's like Resident Evil 8 came out. We all played it. We all loved it. Mm-hmm. The game was great, but there were so many announcements from then to the end of the year when it came time to say, what's our game of the year? Or think of the best games we played this year. Nobody remembered it because it was so far ahead. And I think that's where with Sony, that's like going on the, the Steve side of things is that Sony, yeah, they, 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 they do that two-year cycle. So we saw the two years. We know what's coming. We know what's going to be good. We know it's here. And yes, I want to see PlayStation. I, I I do want to see PlayStation announce things. But at the exact same time, I know that sadly, I we kind of know what they want to announce. Um, the real big thing for me that I want to hear from them is is about Spartacus. I want to know what that is because that I think right now if anything i don't need to care about what games are coming out from playstation side of things i just need they they keep on talking this game that this is supposed to be the service that competes with game pass and that's the thing i think they need to focus on more i couldn't care less about what comes out in 23 or 24 or whatever but i want to hear to 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 steven's point before you move on from this topic yes i feel like Sony is reliable, mm-hmm. very ultra reliable. They put out quality games, hands down, with the occasional dud, destruction all stars. But I think it's not it's not so much as show off your show us 
show us your hand so we can tell the other side oh look what we got you know we got we got all this stuff now gone you know let's get excited about sony never had a, ga a games problem they always had consistent games coming out out of their first party studios i think their fan base is a little hungry for just a glimpse of what's around the corner and, and i i think that it has nothing to do with not having enough by normal standards. It has to do with because the other guy's doing the X. Yeah, right. It's Playsta we want PlayStation to do Y. And and to, like to, to say, you know, and, and again, in, in our comments, missed enough, it's a two-year cycle where my 2023, 2024 games, they announced two of them, major ones, Wolverine and yeah. Spider-Man 2. Again, those were, were revealed at the end of 2021 Which to be 2023 and 2024 yeah. games. Like, that's the they they take these the games and they say here's here's a couple of really big games that we're working on but we're not going to talk about them for a little while because they're just pretty much you know in yeah their baby stages it the same they did the same thing with god of war they did the same thing with uncharted 4 uncharted 4 was delayed like four times yep. like they did Shit, this last of us too also the last of us too they did the same too. thing they, Horizon, they um, i think, I think the only Horizon one that also. didn't the, i think the only one it didn't happen to was ghost of tsushima I think that was like the only game that was like, it's I coming next summer, and then boom, it came because, out. I think it was pushed back because they wanted to come out after. It was like a month, right? It was pushed back like a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. I right. think that I think Soccer Punch is the only studio that's never because Infamous Second Son was also the other only other game that just kind of came out when it was supposed to. And but it's interesting. But yeah, I, I like I say, I hundred percent agree that I, I think really what it comes down to from being the the is that being a PlayStation gamer. For majority of my life and being the grounded gamer the guy that's played everything i own everything for xbox you were grounded I've, from playing games for four well owning games for 14 years right okay yeah, yeah so i never owned a console so i played everything i own everything now i have a bunch i have the i've played the entire 360 library okay so i've played everything and i think the biggest problem that i think as a PlayStation fanboy I have is I know what PlayStation is doing and I understand what they're doing. And I know that just like you, Steve, I have that utter confidence in Sony. I know that there's going to be all these amazing games coming out. I, I, I could sit there and have a PS five and I'm never going to regret my purchase. But when you have to sit there and go against some of those Xbox fanboys will go that go, Oh, look at, we finally got something guys. Look at, look at, it's over there. It's over there. It's over there. Come see, come see, come see, come see. Look at, you don't have nice shiny car. Like I do. Where's your shiny car. And then you're like, no, I ordered it. It's going to be here in six months. It's coming in. And they're like, no, 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 that's not going to be as good as this shiny car. Look how shiny it is. It's so, sh it's smart. Watch this. Watch this. See the door it open. Oh, oh, look, it opened for me. God. And that's literally what it seems like is happening right now is, is, yeah, like you say, Microsoft has just come out of the gate and just been like, they bought Bethesda and we're like, holy cow, that's such a crazy purchase. And next thing you know, they're buying Activision, you know, and, and it's one of those things where all the Xbox guys, I've been with Xbox the entire time. I remember the days of Xbox when Halo was with, with, you know, Halo 5, great game. Story, best ever. Ever. Like, you what, what is what is, what is this conversation becoming? Because now... Well, either way, the, but what I'm saying is... But that, way, but that was my just, point. 
My yeah, the reason why saying. I asked the question was no, because the reason you want to see the games is because you're no, jealous of the of the fanboy I'm not, I'm not, nonsense. I'm not, yeah, because just, you don't get to gloat, and that's stupid. I don't, I don't think I don't think it's no, no, no. It's not even that I don't get to gloat. It's the idea that I feel I shouldn't have to defend. I should like you don't as a place. I don't have to defend myself. <laughs> I just know it's going to be good. But to constantly like every time I jump into other people's like, I'm like, oh man, Spider Man's so good, and they're like, yeah, but we have Game Pass, and I'm like, I don't want to argue about this. I'm like, I'm just telling you that it's a good game. Like, look it. Horizons on PC, you should play it now. Because you own a PC, they're like, but I have Game Pass. Until it comes on Game Pass, I'm not gonna play it. And I'm like, I, I'm not here to argue with you. I, I feel Pass. I feel like you're 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 conflating a very small segment of a very vocal part of a of, yes, of okay, a community. And, that and that, that doesn't that's... dictate the yeah. the PR uh plannings and strategies of a multi-billion dollar right. no 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 yeah exactly. you know what i mean I, like why that's why i ask the question do you want yeah. you want this because you're tired of of arguing with yeah. a very my minor part of an industry right. like yes. look at it big picture wise like which is why i said before i feel listen i again i'm a sony boy for life I've had them for all these years. Like I know I'm gonna get good shit. I can wait for it. I have waited for it. I'm fine waiting as long as I have to. I'm just saying, big picture, when the competition is making big reveals for big games, huge games, games that the casual I'm gonna buy one or two games a year market right. is gonna be zeroed in on. Yeah. All all the eyeballs on that. I'm saying it would be wise to maybe adjust that strategy. Right. You know what, guys? If they're showing this much, let's show a little bit more. Right. And I th- and I think that that is a a a valid argument. Yeah. I think that when you when you come so like their when you look at their original or like what their pattern, right? Like I had mentioned, um, they they do this very methodically because they they typically they, they don't like the negative press of delaying games they don't like any of that kind of yeah, thing of course, yeah, you know they yeah, they're very very vocal about and like they whatever uh the pandemic kind of screwed that up for them on on this last on this launch of PS5 and like all that stuff mm-hmm. so i mean that is it, that is what it is the biggest the thing that they are up against is not necessarily the announcements of of of, my, of Microsoft's games because we don't know those games could be ten years out, whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to know that they're happening, but we know whatever's happening, right? Um, they need to fix whatever their this this Spartacus is going to be. Well, that needs that needs that, to that be, needs be talked about right away. That they we, don't we have to tell to us that. They don't have to tell us like the games coming out in 2024, 2025. Yeah. But if they told us like you know, games of sir as service are you know play them for free or whatever as part of your subscription, or get all the cosmetics as part of your subscription, or you know all you know Destiny. Destiny's part of uh, PlayStation Spartacus. You don't have to buy it anywhere else. You'll get all the the expansions totally free as part of your Spartacus whatever. And of course, that's probably not going to be what it's called. But like, if they could get themselves in front of us like that, like I think the the desire for knowing what's coming out every 18 months is kind of going to like come down a little bit. Like I don't, I don't care. This is a personal thing. 
I want to know what's going on with, with Wolverine. Like, I want to see that. Like, but that was four months ago. We're one month into 2022. Like, there's more events that are coming up very soon. Uh, they don't really do anything during PAX, but, like, they usually do something around it. Um, they still have, of those 25-plus titles, which we know about three or four of them uh, already, like, you know a bunch of them are going to be VR. Um, mm-hmm. So if that excites you, great. But like I tempered my expectations about you know about that. Like I don't I don't own that. They're gonna talk a lot about PSVR two. Um, you know that that's gonna be something they're gonna be they're gonna do the PR cycle now that they've announced it. Um, I just think that we need to be a little bit more patient in how we're we're approach. And and I even say this on because it's going to stop. Like Xbox isn't gonna have forty games come out from their first party studios in the next eighteen months. Like that's not gonna happen. So when, if and when they decide we were, you know, that's not that's not ready to be showed. That's not, like we're not going to say, oh, they don't have anything going on. Like, that's not what's going to happen. No. Unfortunately, the last gen, whatever half the games that they said they did have wound up getting canceled. Um, but obviously that was because there was a seismic shift on how their business was going to be run going into the next the, the latter half of that gen and into this gen, you know it all kind of makes sense that they did what they did, knowing that they were going to go down this route. Like why put out something mediocre when we can go out and get, you know, fucking 40 studios that we know are going to put out bangers, you know? So like that whole, that whole thing like just seismically shifted again. It's February. I'm expecting to know at least everything that's coming out this year and probably have announced at least the things that are coming out through the summer of next year. I, would imagine that is all going to be announced in the next couple of months. Is that going to be all 25 of those games? Probably not. And I think that's okay. I think like if we know 10 of those games, I think that, I think that, you know, Mm. we're already almost halfway there to 10. So like, I just feel like, I feel like it's, it's, it's an optics thing. I feel like it looks worse than it is. I think, but it's like the landscape is rapidly changing before our eyes. It's, if if someone told me that Sony would be making a big push for games of service multiplayer again, they'd be like, no. What the Sony I know? Sony is like story, single player, like yeah. the Uncharted. Like that's their that's what they're known for. And now they're making a huge push because they want that piece of the market. So, you know, they have to adapt and evolve. I mean, they're not they're not gonna go away. They're never gonna go away. But I feel not do what the other guys are doing like we gotta we gotta like outmatch their hype for internet points and clicks and eyeballs and clout and like hype. just do what they do louder i would say yes do, do what, what sony do does best. louder you have then the we you, you, they are you got so much more talent now i want to see yeah. the fruits of it on a consistent basis where i'm i have healthy meals i want to have a nice full meal mm. from sony i want like Seeing Gran Turismo 7, Ghostwire Tokyo tomorrow, this Bungie news, there was Discord news recently, they're announcing more acquisitions in the future. It's, I like that. It's a nice appetite. January. And, you know, and and now we're in February, so. Keep up the pace and (laughs) sprinkle some games along. Yeah, I mean, you know. That's what I'm saying. We we have to. Show more. Yeah, I I just think. You can't be quiet because someone's going to steal the thunder. Well, I think yeah. that's the, the I guess the weirdest part about this year in general. And I guess that's been the weirdest part about the last couple of years is it's been a really weird cycle from everybody where 
like we're not seeing the announcements when we normally see them because so the like calendar doesn't summer, exist now like the calendar yeah, is just completely jumbled there anymore so yeah. i think what the biggest shape up for everybody is is it's really weird to go through a summer like like right now when i look at what games are coming out in this holiday season there's like four games on the list and not just from sony just yeah from everywhere like, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah and it's 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 really weird because before as a gamer and i i guess this is where the big difference comes in we're seeing the whole market change where before we were being told games six years down the road before it came out we were like here's all the games coming out in 2028 or whatever and or we at like, some point <laughs> at some point here's all the games we've shown you we swear it's killzone 2 three times now it's coming out at some point or killzone 3 or you know and i think that's where the big difference is now is that we hit a point during the ps4 era where it was like game here's everything we're just going to show you everything like everyone was showing everything everyone was just throwing everything at you and it was just so much it looked like it was gonna be such a promising time and it was so great you know. whereas now we're kind of seeing where like i said it's really weird to see so many big things come out in january like steve says I don't you know, think I've, I don't think there's ever been a January where there's this much stuff happening all at once in the beginning of the year. Sony could have easily just not shown Deathloop one time and put a new in, in one of those times. <laughs> yeah, like just a, any one yeah. of those times would have been good. It was like it was like they said, "Well, you're oh Microsoft bought you. Well, fuck you. We're gonna show this game 18 <laughs> times, and we're gonna have that we're gonna have that PlayStation logo plastered everywhere." <laughs> playstation oh, um boy. but you know i i listen i i'm i know that we're you know the news is gonna come it's fucking february 2nd I like know. it's coming i understand i understand the the need to sink your teeth <laughs> into it but i think justifying your ps5 purchase that i mean i think that's a silly no, no reason to want know. news I, I mean, to I, want I don't, to know what's coming I've in 2024 we've already got enough stuff but i want oh and one to one of the things that i wanted to to speak on with something you just said Corey. um you know you're talking about how we always got what was coming about playstation 4 playstation yeah. 4 all these things you have to remember this is like year two but it's really not because like the no, pandemic yeah. just fucking horse fucked the shit out of this generation so far yeah. and like ga there are less games being made because they're getting more 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 and more expensive like we always in the last like three years of a gen we get just a del deluge of games right deluge yep. and well and it's it's different to it's a whole new ecosystem of building right them too. right it's it's like it's so. kind of like this little engine like it's starting to rev up and we're going to start seeing you know a little bit more and that's from both sides and again yeah. You know, if 100%. if Microsoft didn't have a Bethesda and and you know, an, or maybe in the next six months we'll see a lot coming out for like the Activision thing, like it's the same thing. It, it's the same thing. It's the Forza. It's the it's the Halo. It's the 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 Fable. It's you know, it's 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 the same. And it's Game Pass. Like that's that would be the ammunition, right? Um, so you know, I think that playstation just in a spot where they're playstation without activision blizzard and bethesda and you know but they're still making what they what they normally make and they're they say more acquisitions are coming that only means more games are coming um so hopefully that kind of peppers in um a few more exclusive experiences that we could that we could look forward to 
And and you know that that's great. I want to see more of Spider Man Two. I want to see more of Wolverine. And they, what was there was another game? I swore there was another game, and and it, they probably only showed like a a logo or something. Oh, the, and it's just the, I'm just forgetting. The remake. The which one? remake oh right 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 yeah you know we have that too so like you know there's there's stuff <laughs> there there's but like there is stuff yeah i i i, I want to see more of what we know about already more so than i want to see logos of shit that we're not gonna know 100 like that, that's i don't want another I, metroid prime 4 situation like full stop i, I, I just don't want that 100 percent. i would <laughs> like to know that. i would like to know more about the <laughs> games that were were supposedly getting this year like god of war ragnarok and stuff like that i would like to yeah know, we need to yes we need we need we, to see we, that like, for sure. like that i would like to see and stuff like that and i think that's where um it, it like i said i know some no nope, you're dead like, like it's okay, there you dead. Go. No, your internet just shit the bed for a second. Oh, there you go. Okay. But yeah, um, that that's it. That's it. I know Sony's gonna hold up their end. It's it's, and I'll be excited for when it. Does. We're gonna we're gonna call that your final thoughts, Andy. What are your final thoughts? Yeah. Final thoughts. Again, it's a great start to the new year. I like this energized, talkative, chatty Sony. Like, doing X Y Z. Like, it's actions and words and promises. Yes, just keep it consistent. Don't go quiet for too long. Let the game speak for themselves. Show us some new shit. And that's all I want from you. Just keep it at a nice, decent clip. Couple don't of other... Don't, and don't get complacent either. Right. No, complacency is, is sucks. Like, we, we saw that in the PlayStation 3 era, and it sucks. Don't do that. Um, just a couple of other uh, little b bullet notes here. Sony is uh, one of their main reasons... Uh, for the Bungie thing is they're going to turn they want to make movies they want to make Bungie IP movies oh, um, you know f you forget you know Sony is not just PlayStation uh, and they offered Bungie employees 1.2 billion dollars in retention incentive plan so basically yeah, saying don't go anywhere here's 1.2 billion dollars to pay want the <laughs> bonuses to all you guys to please not yeah. leave just because you were acquired they want they want their big brains dude they um, want that knowledge yeah so like i mean that that's that's also a big part now andy you got asked okay i got asked hype so, squad time or hype zone hype squad hype zone uh as some of you know in the discord we have a little fantasy game critic thing going we do. on we do patreon.com slash andy andy and andy was torn andy was torn address. He was torn between the Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. And I knew the second I put one of those down, the other would get, would get snatched up immediately after. And it was. Right. Not sure by who, though. Right. So I was like, ah, Gotham Knights looks good. But Suicide Squad is rock steady. That's mm -hmm. pedigree. That's that's the great studio. And the game looks good. Sure does. Because we saw it in December at the Game Awards. Yeah, I did. So I was like, fuck it. I'm doing Suicide Squad. Let's go. Let's go. And what the fuck is Rocksteady doing? After showing, after a world premiere <laughs> gameplay a month ago, when you say 2022 as a release date, it is now coming out next year. Killing my draft pick and me getting asked. So well, they, something must have happened. Part, you could drop it, I guess. I could. Because no one chat. No, I didn't choose that instead of Grand yeah. Turismo 7. Listen, that, 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 if you don't know what we're talking about, fantasycritic.com, it's a fun yeah. little publisher fantasy yeah. league. Um, 
something must have happened, right? Like, listen, you when you show it off for the first time in old school, or you have the release window twenty twenty two, yeah, and then in a month it's like, uh, this this is not gonna be ready for the next twelve months at least. Yeah, I feel like yeah, next year. that's weird. Something's going on there. Something's going. That's on just there. weird. I, I don't know. We, we'll we'll probably have to like figure <sighs> that part out. Uh, but that's gonna bring us to the end of the show. Uh, this was a good yeah. one. Good spirited debate. I appreciate everybody for listening and watching. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're, we're at dual underscore screens on Twitter. I'm at Batchild27. Andy's at PantsGuy. Taylor is at It's Perger. And Corey is at The Grounded Gamer. No E, double D. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash DS Podcast. I thought you, I thought you died. You thought, you thought I died? I, I kind of did. Bit. I thought I was going to sneeze. In the middle of the sentence, so I waited a, a second because if I start, you you know what would have happened. You you've sneezed and spoke yeah. at the same time. It's terrible. I have. Um, if you want to watch us on Twitch, <laughs> twitch.com or twitch.tv, excuse me, slash dual screen streams, youtube.com slash dual screens TV. Uh, Andy, any parting words? You know, um, I had a question to pose to everyone before we say goodbye. And it's it's not too long winded, but I got into a Reddit squabble. Ooh, <laughs> a Reddit day. squabble. Yeah, and I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist because I was like, "What you're saying is dumb, and I have to say you're dumb to your face." Oh, I love that 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 of, Andy. Of, <laughs> that Andy's my favorite Andy. In front of all these people, so I'll make it really fast. So the the um creator. An artist of uh, what's his face from Silent Hill 2, Pyramid Head, was saying on Twitter how he doesn't get residuals or any royalties off of sales of Pyramid Head's likeness, like in statue form, artwork, whatever it may uh-huh. be. And everyone was like, oh, that's so sad. He deserves that. And I was like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't own that. <laughs> That's Konami's. They own they own that shit. And then they were saying how it's exploitative that they can take someone's work, like thank you for drawing this character for us and you invented it. Now it's ours. I'm gonna make a movie out of it, a game out of it, a TV uh-huh. show out of it. That's exploiting their own employees' work. That that's how and I was that's like, how that's, employee like that's works. not exploitation. Yeah. That's not all. how that works. So the, your parent paid to make they, something. You make they were it, saying then... that if an artist draws something for a company, if the person that created Aloy at Guerrilla Games quit and went to some other company, <laughs> he should be paid in perpetuity his entire life for every time they release a Horizon game, use her likeness after the initial product is released. And I'm like. Yeah. You would see no growth in companies ever. And companies pay for employees like benefits. That's where the money goes. But like, it, 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 I mean, does it end, yeah, does it I, end I, I, at the artist? What about the musicians, the developers, like the level? Like, the photographer. That, that, that makes the game to, too. Yeah. Just pay them all. Yeah. I was, that, I was like, that's a silly children, thing. Children. <laughs> that's not, that's think, not how the I, world works. I think when it comes down to it, it Stop a lot reading, of stop reading yeah carl marx and you know <laughs> that's all i gotta say stop yeah. reading that shit yeah quick quick thing on that like it's you know what they <laughs> develop something and and if you do a good enough job where you make a character or make a 
composition or you write something that Listen. good, you'll be recognized for it, and and that's the greatest gift. I'm all for a company saying our game sold like 200 million copies in a day. Everyone's getting bonuses. We're all going to Aruba. Yeah. You nailed <laughs> it. You crushed it. We love you. But, that, that's what Andy did when when we got yes, our yeah. our like tenth Patreon supporter. Right, but this idea we of went, like, we went like, straight to Aruba. This idea of I draw you something and they give you and you're I'm your employee and I you own all the work I do, and you pay me a fair wage in exchange for that work, and I have you want you you want someone to get paid after the fact. That's bonkers to me. It's like, what world did you live in? You know what else is bonkers, Andy? (laughs) Yes, Steven. It's the end of the show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And as always, please be excellent to each other.